Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the overall cost of staying healthy. How much does it actually cost to live an active lifestyle? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, great. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy that you're here today. We're going to be talking about something new for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but we're discussing the overall cost. How much does it cost to stay healthy, live an active lifestyle, all those kinds of things. We're going to be getting into that. Um, but before we do that, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to swing by our website if you haven't already. Uh, there we have all of our latest and greatest content for you, including our growing library of exercise videos. And uh, while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every week, uh, once a week. And in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content for you. Um, so this week, we wanted to dive into something new. We haven't really talked about this before, and uh, we're glad that you're here if this topic interests you. But we're talking about the cost, the actual costs involved with staying healthy, living an active lifestyle, you know, those kinds of things. How much does it actually cost? Is it expensive? Is it cheap? You know, <laughs> right. we're, we're, we're here to talk about it. We're gonna, hopefully we'll, we'll uh, cover we'll bring some stuff as many up. aspects yeah. as possible. <laughs> um, but, and of course, this is different for everyone. This is not a one-shot deal where right. what we say is works for everybody. Um, so, Meredith, you'll probably dive into that a little bit more, but as far as you know why this topic is important, Meredith, in your opinion, you know why are we talking about this today? Um, well, I think it was brought up. you and I were talking about stuff, and just uh it does cross everybody's mind being healthy versus unhealthy, living those types of lifestyles. Does it cost a lot more mm-hmm. to live a healthy lifestyle versus an unhealthy lifestyle, and I'm sure we'll delve more into what we mean by saying healthy versus unhealthy um, without going too deep into it. But yeah, I think we just kind of thought, why don't we discuss this? Because I think a lot of people do have that in the back of their head. Is it costing me more to live this healthy lifestyle or just another way for us to kind of break things down and let people see the different ways that, um, again, quote unquote, healthy versus unhealthy um, lifestyles uh, can differ. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's true that as we age, you know, depending on your financial situation, um, a lot of people, you know, have fixed incomes. Yes. Right? Um, and we don't have uh, a lot of stretch room to or wiggle room to, to work with as right. we get older. And so, you know, the concern of how much things cost is an issue. Right. right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Well, I mean, we could just say, um, again, how we eat. Um, if we decide to go to a gym or purchase equipment or if we, the type of insurance we need to have, all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the costs are going to vary tremendously for each person. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to start off, you know, let's talk about the obvious things that we think about when we say how much does it cost to stay healthy um assuming staying healthy means what's the guidelines to staying healthy what is right mean? <laughs> well i guess we are putting it it's going to be different for everyone and it's going to be a different definition for every source you look at but um 
I think we're kind of saying someone who stays active and likes to um, work out regularly. Uh, again, being in good um, both muscle tone and strength, as well as cardiovascular strength, um, and then eats properly. So follows a good diet, gets good sleep, um, lives you know as healthy of a lifestyle in those ways as possible, is social, um, still talks to people, they don't stay inside all the time, mm -hmm. things like that. <laughs> right, so not necessarily physically, also, you know, physically active, but socially active, things like that. Yes, and yeah, we're not talking I think about, all of it. Yeah, this is a, a level of, of healthiness that you can achieve with regular exercise and regular, uh, you know, eating a healthy, healthy right. uh, having a healthy diet. Yes, um, and then, like you said, that looks different for everybody else, but that's kind of the guideline that we're saying. That's what we're saying, yes. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> so I will start with the eating one, and I found this one to be interesting. And these were studies that were done, of course, 10 years ago. So uh, 2013, depending on when you're listening to this. So over 10 years ago now. Um, they said that the average cost to eat healthy... And that meant buying um, less processed foods, more fruits and vegetables, um, more lean meats, um, and more uh, nuts and legumes. That was the, the, the biggest guideline they put on the, the difference. You weren't buying as much processed was really the biggest thing. And they said it would cost, again, this was in 2013, um, about a dollar fifty per person per day difference. Mm -hmm. So that's what you'd be paying per day um, to to eat healthier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think that will be different for everyone. I think I know it's very different now because um, costs have changed a lot since then. But um, I found that to be an interesting study that Harvard did because that became kind of the the standard that. And it's still, it's the only thing I can find. It's probably the last study they did or anyone has done um, to see eating healthier, how much it would cost you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's an actual cost we can put on things because it's going to be very difficult to to put a price tag, you know, a number, a dollar amount on everything. Mm -hmm. So that was an interesting one, though. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, it it is more expensive to go to the grocery store and buy food that is healthier. Yes. Um, you know, for uh, your your groceries for the week, it is more expensive to buy healthy foods than it is to just go to, say, a fast food restaurant and pick up something. You're right. Go to fast food or go more towards the middle aisles, like they say, where the processed foods are. When you stay on the outside where the um, more fresh things are, between the meats and the all of that, that does get more expensive because, I mean, that right there, it's fresh. It's um, natural ingredients, things like that, and that just tends to be a little bit more expensive than the processed things that are normally filled with uh, white sugars and, and bleached flour. So mm -hmm. um, that's just unfortunately the way that it seems to be for whatever reasons. Um, but, yeah, so I think... Um, it is just a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's been pretty consistent over the years. Um, it, yes. Like I would say, I think $1.50 in 2013 has probably become at least two fifty now. 
because the prices of food and everyone who's listening to this will attest to the fact that it's gone up quite a lot right. um, over the last just few years. So, mm-hmm. um, so that I would say even the healthier foods have gotten even more expensive. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you going and even going into the foods that are more organic and things like that, those are more expensive as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and we like to draw on a lot of your experience that you've had in working with clients in the past. Do you have any uh, memories of speaking with people that you used to train um, about their spending on food? Mm-hmm. Was that ever an issue? No, it never really was brought up. Um, I know a lot of people were eating in the um, the the cafeterias there, so to speak, the different dining halls that they had. So they would go to the dining room for one to two of their meals per day. Um, and I never really heard a lot about how much they were paying or if they had any qualms with buying certain foods because it was too expensive maybe or things like that. I never really um, delved into those types of mm-hmm. topics in conversations with people. I know that eating dessert was a big deal, which I thought was great because, you know, once you get to a certain point, you should be able to have a dessert <laughs> after your meal. My grandparents did it every single dinner. So, mm-hmm. um so I think a lot of times we get in our head that healthy means that you don't eat anything that tastes good. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to throw in that, that you can still have dessert and be healthy. Um, but yeah, I never really talked to anyone about prices of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it fluctuates so much that I think, you know, uh, we just kind of go with the flow. We really, if the meats go up, you know, you, you got to go up, you got to sur- save somewhere else. I mean, if right. You, you either save somewhere meats. else or you figure out a different cut of meat to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I've done a lot of um, because you know that it may not be as good of quality, but it's still going to give you the certain nutrients that you're looking for, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and the cost of these foods that are healthier, um, because it's getting more expensive, less people are going for those and buying more processed food and right. buying more faster food. And that is affecting the level of health in in the population. Well, that's exactly right? it. Yeah, and that gets more into um the health in general of of each individual, but talking about costs, the costs of healthcare um attributed with eating unhealthily. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and a lot of times when we don't eat healthy, we're not normally um expending the amount of uh, energy that we should, meaning we're not exercising the way that we should be. Um, For some reason, those go hand in hand a lot of the time. Um, So a lot of times physical activity can combat the effects that some of the um, bad eating can have. Uh, But let's see, I I had some, uh, a few statistics here from another study said unhealthy diets account for almost 20% of the U.S. health care costs from heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. And that was, if I can even find when the study was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the copyright of the article was 2024. Um, that just says, according to a new study. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 2019, excuse me. So, that, I mean, that's, that's pretty, I mean, they're finding that the diets are 20% 
of the costs that are in those those main um, diseases that are out there. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing, personally. Um, knowing that, again, there are different ways to combat that by physically moving and things like that. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as a rule of thumb, as we're seeing... It's it's a little more expensive to eat healthier. You also have to, also have to take the initiative to make a lot of meals yourself. That's exactly. So it. there's time involved. <laughs> yes. And you know how many people really can get with that program? Yes, that's the hard part, and especially as we age. And if there's only one of you, if it's a single household, or there's only a couple of you, and you don't want to have a lot of leftovers. You don't know how to cook for a small amount or just yourself. Or it's just you and you go, I don't want to make a big meal. It's just me. So I'll just eat this, you know, warm up uh, frozen dinner um, or just eat a bowl of cereal or whatever it is. You know, something easy. Um, a can of soup, something like that. I saw a lot of that. Mm-hmm. A lot of canned soup. A um, lot of those... Uh, nutritional shake drinks that come prepackaged. Um, a lot of those were meal supplements for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, that that's, it, it does get difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take more time. I like that you brought that up. It does take more time to cook an actual meal to put that together. So that's another part of it, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, the, the, what, what, weight do we put on healthy versus unhealthy in different ways right in areas yeah and and you kind of have to figure out on your own how are you going to prioritize um eating healthier if you're not already right and and making sure you have the finances in your monthly budget to account for that as well as the extra time to prepare this food yes uh because you you know that's just part of of staying active staying healthy now that's one aspect to it. Obviously, the the diet, the food that you're taking in, how much does all that cost? Let's right. jump into the costs of uh, just being able to exercise alone. Whether right. you're <laughs> exercising at home or you're going to a gym, whatever. Yes. Um, what, what, what kind of costs mm-hmm. are we looking at for that? Well, this is where I think it's fun because I, of course, can say you can work out for free quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always been able to, but I will say these days it's even easier to um, with the different programs that are free on your computer, your mobile device, whatever it is, your smart TV. Um, go on to YouTube and search up our channel, right? You've got a library of so many different uh, workouts you can do all free, free of charge, right? You're not paying anything mm-hmm. to get moving, um, and then some people will say, well, I don't have any equipment, therefore, our body is a piece of equipment. Um, two cans or two water bottles or that um, thing of detergent you just bought is your weight. Um, <laughs> there's so many things around us that we have in our households that weigh something or can be our resistance training. Again, like I said, our bodies in and of itself, our body weight is resistance and can be used for resistance training. Um, that That's free. And these items, of course, that are in your home, they weren't free. You had to purchase them, but they're there. They might have a different use, but you can use them as pieces of equipment in your workouts. So, um, you just have to get creative. We've made workouts in the past when uh, 
people were stuck at home and we made workouts for people to use household items mm-hmm. um, like a hammer we had a hammer in there a pot and pan things like that so things that you already have around the house think of th- get creative and don't think I have to go out and buy different sets of dumbbells because it can get expensive to create your own home gym um, but there are many ways to work out without paying anything, mm-hmm. just using what you have or just your own body weight and the workouts that are readily available and free of charge for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also gyms out there, and there are many, many gyms that do not cost a lot to join and monthly fees. Um, so that's always another option if you don't want to invest any money in any equipment from even just a pair of dumbbells or resistance bands. Um, but of course, your cardiovascular equipment that gets very expensive and takes up a lot of space. I know a lot of people don't um, want to purchase those. Joining a gym and not paying a lot of money or many, many places, especially for seniors, have um, programs where you can join gyms and you don't pay um, anything. They have different, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of one. I know Silver Sneakers was doing something, but they were tied with um, an insurance, but mm-hmm. you could go to gyms for free. So different different community centers, things like that around you, you can go for a very nominal cost. It's not much if that is something you would want to do also. Um, and so adding that up, let's say you pay... $10 a month to go to a gym and we'll just do the $10 uh yeah I think times a year that's not that's not a huge amount yeah we're we're not affiliated with them mm-hmm. but planet fitness has a great plan like that yes play, play only $10 <laughs> a only month. $10 a month yeah right. and sometimes you don't have to pay anything down when you sign up so it's just that $10 every month so and then there are also like I said lots of other places where you can go and not pay very much. So mm-hmm. that's another option. But looking at that of cost-wise, um, you can work out at home and you can go outside for walks and, and bike rides and things like that. And that's all free uh, to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on paying for a trainer? You know, we've <laughs> gotten comments and emails that say, people, oh, I'm, I'm working with someone right now. Should I continue working with them? Right. You know, and obviously trainers uh, charge different amounts. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, you know, you think is crucial or just kind of on a case-by-case mm-hmm. basis? Is it worth yeah. paying for? Um, I think trainers can be a wonderful thing. Of course, I'd say that because I used to train people. But I think they can be great for you if you're starting out um, and you don't know what you should be doing, how heavy you should be lifting, even working out um, in your own home. If you're like, I don't know where I'm supposed to start. I don't know if beginner's the place. And then what weights do I lift? What bands do I use? Things like that. Um, I think a trainer is a great idea for that. Um, I think a trainer is a great idea if you need to be held accountable to get your workouts in. Um, Knowing that you're paying someone, first of all, uh, knowing that you have to either be somewhere or they're going to be at your door at a certain time uh, makes you accountable. Um, if you cancel, you lose your money, that type of thing. So so they can, be, they can be beneficial in many, many ways. I look at them as something that, um, again, if you need it for accountability, 
um, or to push you, that type of thing, then they're great. But they're, they're something that you could wean off of in time. And I think a lot of trainers know that. They're trying to build up um, whatever it is you're looking for. Again, when you go to a trainer, if it's overall or what, what have you. But they're, they're trying to get you to a point where you can say, I can do this on my own. I've learned. And now they kind of set you free mm-hmm. <laughs> to go on your own path and hopefully keep it up. Um, but again, if you need it for I, the many majority of people I used to train, it was um, mainly because they needed to be held accountable uh, to do these workouts. Otherwise, they wouldn't do them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not a bad reason to have a trainer. Right. <laughs> they yeah. can get very costly, though. Um, there, There's a wide spectrum depending on the gym you go to or if they come to your home or how you hire them, how long you hire them for, that type of thing. They can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so just shopping around, finding the right one if you are choosing to do that and that's the route you want to go. Um, and make sure you're not being taken advantage of if you are older and they um, are going after that, so to speak, thinking you have money. So just just be aware. Um, but the prices can get get quite costly. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's it's good to ask around to do some research on if you really want to get a trainer. Yeah. You know, you want to have your money spent well. So try to find someone if you feel like you want to start out that way. Yeah. That's not exactly gonna break the bank or anything. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> um what what is your thought on, you know, buying a treadmill? Because everybody at some point <laughs> says, I really need a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and those get really expensive. I mean you can spend thousands of dollars yes, on something you can. like that. But at some point in time, you know, if you were ever exercising, there's probably at some point where someone said, ah, I, this would be better if I had my own treadmill. Right. Oh, I mean, yes. Is that, is that something <laughs> that we should consider or is it just kind um, of a nice to have? I know. If you have the space and you have the means, meaning you have the extra money that you wouldn't mind putting towards something like that, and <laughs> it's a piece of equipment you've used before and you know that you will use... Um, almost daily, quite often, uh, and not just for one month. (laughs) This is something that maybe you go to a gym and you're like, all I do is go to the gym to walk on the treadmill. I would love to have my own in my house because ABC, you might live in a climate where it's snowy and you don't want to drive in the snow or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or here where it's too hot, you don't want to leave your house. (laughs) Whatever the uh, circumstances If you feel like it's something, again, that you have space for, that you have money for, um, and you know you'll use it because there are just uh, so many pieces of equipment, but especially cardio equipment, treadmills, probably number one, um, that people buy and then they become another place to throw their clothes, as people say, because they'll put them in their rooms and they're like, oh, yeah, mine's covered with clothes right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So just knowing that you're going to use it, and then that will become you know, an investment. It's not something that you got and you didn't use. I think if we use our the equipment that we purchase, it's a good thing. It's It, it was purchased for a reason. Um, some people think it's silly to, to make your own home gym, but um, if you have the means to do so and you know you're going to use the equipment, I don't think it's a bad investment at all. Um, you can 
buy things secondhand. They have stores. You can look online at different places, buy it from someone who did buy it and never used it. <laughs> so you can purchase it from them and then always know that you have that available to you to sell it and try and make a little bit back of what you spent on it. Never close to what you paid, but something right. <laughs> better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. But it can be a good investment. Yeah, you kind of have to look at it as an investment if you're really going to take that plunge um, right. and spend you know, a couple thousand dollars on a treadmill because that's how much you're going to spend if you want a good one. If you want a good <laughs> one that works good, yeah, and then know that they can break down and you'll have to get it repaired and mm. that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So overall, how do you navigate this this uh, you know this situation where eating healthier and staying having a healthier diet is more expensive these days, but mm-hmm. exercising can be very cheap, right? If, in general, yeah. you know. So is that our our situation now? <laughs> is that what the cost of exercising is? You know, spending yeah. more money on a healthier diet, but you can also bring costs down on the exercising the way side. You're exercising. Or, well, I think it's more of a we need to look at um, the cost that it, we incur when we have to go to the doctor because of certain things or medications we have to be on because of certain things and how that adds up. But for some reason, we don't look at those costs. We think those are just what we have to do. We we have high blood pressure, so we have to take this medicine. Mm-hmm. Um we have whatever the the multitude of different um, diseases and things that are out there due to unhealthy diets and and not exercising. I don't think we talk about that enough. And the things um, that we spend money on that we um, could save money with if we didn't look at them as just what we're supposed to do because that's what seems to be what everybody does. Mm-hmm. You go, to, all you do is talk about the doctor that you went to and what disease they told you and what pill you're on and things like that. And think about how much all that costs and how much we're paying for insurance and how insurance prices go up when we do get diagnosed with different diseases and have to have more prescriptions and that, and as we age in general. Um, so thinking about those costs... And the cost to eat healthy or even to join a gym or to buy a couple sets of uh, dumbbells and a couple bands, um, we have to look at how we're weighing those costs. And it might seem like a lot when it all comes out of pocket. Every time you go to the grocery store, you feel like you're paying a little bit more. But do you, you need to think about when you're putting that money down for the prescriptions and the doctor's visits and mm. all of that too. Right, right. Um, and how that adds up. Um, it's just mindset and how we have to kind of retrain our brains to what are we spending our money on and what direction can we go with it? You know, it's kind of like easy to go on to these different apps and buy things in a second and then go, I don't know why I don't have any money. <laughs> but then you're getting a package at the door every day. Um, that type of thing. We have to retrain our brain to think, okay, I can spend a little bit more money here. If I can save here, well, how can I do that? If I can get a little bit healthier by spending, let's use the $1.50 a day uh, example that was from 2013. Um, $1.50 a day is nothing. Um, 
in the large scheme of our life and our lifestyles and staying healthy.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like you said, it really comes down to managing what you can handle, what you want for your life, and what's the priority. Right. You, and it's, it's all related. You know, the, the, the diet, the eating, the exercising. The visits to the doctor. Right. It's all kind of one big circle, and、uh, navigating that financially can be tricky, but you, do, you can figure it out. Yes. Especially if you're on, say, a fixed income or something like that. Yes. And you have certain insurance plans.、Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully these tips help you out there if you're trying to navigate this financial landscape and how much is it actually going to cost for me to get healthy if you're just starting out. Or if you want to, you are in this process and you want to tweak things、mm. financially to kind of get, you know, you'll have a little bit more money for better food or, or you want to start going to a gym and pay that gym fee or a trainer, whatever the case. Right.、Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully this kind of helps, this episode helps you navigate that and know that there's always a way to do the thing you need to do.、Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. So, yes. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode. Don't forget to swing by our website, sign up for that newsletter, and get our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. And、uh, once again, thank you for stopping by. We'll see you on the next one. Bye bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to answersforelders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.